following radio show does not contain flash photography, but does have full-on entertainment right from the start. And a very good afternoon to you. It's 12 o'clock. It's Tuesday, the 24th of February, and we are so excited, listeners. This is Education Innovation Week. It's all happening at Manchester Central. What a fabulous venue. We've got great guests. We've got great speakers. We have an amazing, super-tastic taster show for you in this next hour. You won't believe who's coming, but I can't believe in just a second we're chatting to the fabulous Alex. Alex is one of the event organisers. She's telling us how it is, what's going on. We've got Louis, Tilly, Henry, Carol, James, Debbie, Vic Goddard. He is royalty in S. 6 omg you can't believe it and of course we've got tim rylands as well on the show amazing lineup for you if you'd like to get in contact don't forget you can do so in a number of ways you can text tweet email the show use the hashtag eice please and if you want an extra mention then at russell prue two s's two l's prue p-i-u-e please or you could use uh, innovation education education innovation with the at at the front of it our text number is 85010 remember to start the messages with the excuse me with the word radio that's so exciting here too excited that's 85010 word radio at the start of each of your message if you want to send us a text an email then it's studio at andertontiger.com it's all happening here get in contact use twitter use facebook like our page on facebook if you want an extra mention during the show big thank you to everyone who has recorded for today you are very busy we are very grateful we have three shows for you one today one on thursday at three o'clock and one on friday at three o'clock as we look back at the week that was EICE Manchester with a lovely report about how it was, what we did and what the impact of our show was. Don't go anywhere. It's all happening here. Top stories and all the news from EICE Manchester Radio, a capital exhibition event that's not in London. This is EICE Manchester Radio with Russell Prue. Uh, listeners, my first guest on EICE Radio is someone who's very important at Hamerville Media. I have Alex Delee on the telephone. Alex, how are you? I'm very well, very busy, counting down to the show. Oh my goodness, we are just days away from it. This is a massive event in Manchester and the best bit I like about it is it has the feeling of a capital event, but it's in Manchester and I don't mean but in any other way than it's so much nearer for people there. Amazing job. How is it going so far it's going great i mean it's a year's prep every year to get the show where it is but um we're really really excited about this year's event we actually would go as far as saying it's it's by far the best event that we've put on um yeah we've got so much going on there's so much more for people to see experience um yeah it's it's, it's fantastic brilliant year. and you've got a if good we don't say to ourselves no that well you should someone does have to set and i like that you're modest the, the lot of you are just so you know you're not too in your face and i think that you know we've just we've just finished one of the, the well recognizably the world's biggest event and and it doesn't have the personal feel or the family affair kind of coziness that it does w- with you guys. You've got a great lineup, a- an amazing venue to- that has history, uh, and as far as an exhibiting uh, is concerned, a really good get-in, I have to say. But um, listeners aren't going to be interested in the fabulous on-ramp and how so easy it is to drive your car almost into uh, the exhibition floor and unload. What they're going to be interested in is your speaker list. Your people like Vic Goddard from the Educating Series. Amazing. Absolutely. And and Vic's been a supporter of the show for a couple of years now. Um, So we're delighted to have him back. He was probably um, one of our most popular um, keynote speakers from last year. So he's back this year. We've also got other um, some great, great speakers this year, including the head of BBC Learning, mm. um, Sinead Rocks. We've got Tim Ryland back again this year. I know. A um, and we've also got the, the one and only Oliver Quinlan back as well. So there's them and there's about 60 other um, sessions going on across the two days. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, it's, and uh, if it's people too much want, to cover. I, well, it is a too much, and a really good one. You things like Deputy Mitchell talking about blogging and social media. Absolutely. Oliver's always such good value. He won't mind me saying. And there's, you know, a really good mix of people from across the industry. Some really interesting activity. You've also co-locating an event uh, alongside this. Can you tell me some more about that? 
Yeah, so, so last year we had a couple of co-located events which were kind of taking place just outside the hall. Everything this year is, is within the event and is completely accessible to anybody that comes to the show. Wow. Um, so this year we've got, um, we're working with Edge Hill University who are um, basically running a two-day conference which is dedicated to the computing mm. curriculum. Mm. Um, so that's dedicated to primary and secondary schools mm. um, and this is a great opportunity for, for teachers, heads of departments, head teachers, deputy heads, whoever it may be, to come along mm. and just kind of get some clarity and some share some experiences with other schools that have, you know, had some real success in, in, in that side of things, mm. particularly with the big changes that have come in this year. Mm. So that's a, a real addition to the um, conference programme this year. And again, completely free for anybody to attend. It's, it's open to everybody. I know that. It's just amazing. And you can. St- there's still time to get your tickets on the website. It's still always time. And, and it's on. also important to say for anybody that hasn't registered, they can yes. turn up on the day and it's completely free as that well. Good. Um, it's just good to sort of go have your ticket in advance. It's just a quicker process for people to, to come in, which is why we say to pre-register. Oh, we, we like to know how much catering to put on. It's always very important to do that. It but we do understand. We can, we can yes. always send out for coffee, uh, listeners, if you are stuck. So come, 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 all ye, please, because it really is an amazing event as well. So the co-location was really good. Good speakers list. Now, let's talk some more about the exhibition show floor, because you've got some interest. You've rejigged it, removed it, changed it around. It's grown a bit. And um, the thing that caught my eye, I think, was the tablet academy surgery so people are going to be invited to bring their kit along and have a one-on-one kind of genius bar trademark recognized um kind of experience there really isn't that's amazing they have so so new to the show this year is is the tablet village Mm. Um, again it's all part of the event um but, but it's kind of an area that's completely dedicated to the use of tablets within classrooms and you know, we're very passionate about what we do and we feel a real responsibility to show a balanced view um, to schools mm. and colleges on, on the different um, operating systems, mm. brands, etc. So we've got two areas, well, three areas really within there. We've got the tablet clinic, which mm. is going to show some re- hold some really cool sessions on, mm. um, you know, app-specific, uh, subject-specific app usage in yes, the classroom. Yes, yes. And then we've got the tablet academy workshops, which are practical hands-on sessions, um, which will be running across two days. Again, anyone can join into that. Mm. Um, and JTRS are going to be running the JTRS Tech Bar mm. this year, and that is going to be an area where people can just go in with any Apple-related um, queries that they've got, mm. whether it be with your, you know, Macs that you've currently got installed in the mm. school. Mm. A great opportunity for ICT managers to get over to JTRS and ask their questions live. Mm. Mm. I mean, Manchester's uh, particularly with the Media City, very creative kind of reputation now, and building on that, um, schools have really got to step up to the mark and 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 offer young people those kind of creative outlets so not at all surprised that the tablet kind of fraternity have spilt over uh, into mainstream so well here I mean, it's really really very exciting um, a great venue nice and easy to get to where can people find out more information about what's going on where should they head over to they should head over to our wonderful website which is www.educationinnovation.co.uk and on there you'll find a full list of our exhibitors um, as well as our conference program so the event is on the Thursday and Friday, 26th, 27th of February. Um, each day there's different things to experience. So come along for one or both days. It's completely free whether you do one or two days. Um, and there's so much to get involved with in terms of the exhibitors. Do take a look at what everyone's doing. We've got some great immersive experiences um, being showcased this year. Um, so yeah, it's great, including our interactive classroom. And really looking forward to seeing that as well. Also on Twitter, if people want to connect, where should they go? Uh, on Twitter, it's at EIC Manchester. Um, and our hashtag this year is hashtag EICE. Doesn't get any easier than that. Parking and communications are also very good. This is a good venue to get to, colleagues. Even if you're outside of Manchester and you have to drive in because public transport just isn't doing it for you, there's parking right on site. It just doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. And and Manchester Central is such a gorgeous venue as well. It's one of those places where people feel really relaxed. And we kind of like to offer, you know, our visitors a really kind of... um, I don't know, unique experience, mm. quite a boutique event. So it's a place where people can speak to some of the biggest names in the education sector on a much more personal level. Yes. The important thing as well is we're not looking at the big national event centres. We've no. got an event centre that is both beautiful, but yes. also lets some daylight in as well, yes. which I think... 
You make a, a very good point there. I hadn't thought of that, but actually, there is a definite lack of daylight on the on the speaking circuit, and you're absolutely right.、Um, and it is a beautiful venue, and it, it has the intimacy where one can, if one wants,、uh, engage in a good, detailed conversation, either with an exhibitor or a keynote speaker, because they're much more accessible. You haven't got thirty thousand people trying to break the door down,、uh, mm. and I think the 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 event wouldn't be the same if you had that number. And I wish. That level of success, of course, but if that's the case, then put it on for more time and let's、uh, keep up the accessibility of the people because I think that's one of your biggest single selling、uh, attributes, really. Absolutely, and the whole event is put on for schools and colleges. That's everything this event is about. It's not about you know hard selling or anything like that. It's about people coming in and getting advice. And having decent conversations with people, we've got the likes of Microsoft there this year,、mm. and they're going to be on hand to speak to anybody that walks through the door. And vitally, they're going to be taking the time to speak to people, advise、mm. people, and answer any questions or queries that they've got. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Everything's on the website, listeners.、Um, hope to see you there. It's going to be a cracking year, and this is your third, isn't it? It's our third year. It is our third year, and、um, yeah. Biggest and best event yet. We're, we're very confident that people are going to have a great time this year. Brilliant! Get yourselves over there this Thursday, this Friday. EIC Manchester takes to the stage. Get yourself there. You can also listen to us. Details on the website of when you can listen. We're broadcasting live each day of the show floor with a report and a nice feeling for how it's gone that day. So,、uh, if you really can't get to us, make sure you tune in for the best bits.、Um, thank you so much indeed, Alex. I've really enjoyed chatting, and thanks for joining us on EIC Radio. Thanks, Russell. This is EICE Manchester Radio with Russell Prey, broadcasting live across the globe with Anderton Tiger. Well done, Alex. I know she was terribly nervous. You did superbly. Well done. Really enjoyed that. Still to come, Louis. He is up next. Big hellos now. Hello to James Clark. Thank you so much for listening. You've mentioned Space Oasis in your tweet.、Um, thank you very much. You get a mention as well. Really good there. Now press play. They're listening as well. Tilly is on the show. Loved, loved her. Massive, fabulous chat. You have to hang in for that, listeners. Amazing concept there. You will just be absolutely tickled pink. And I use the word pink. Advisedly. Also, Emily Thornburn. Hello, Emily. Thanks very much for listening.、Uh, just tweet away there if you want to mention there.、Uh, James Betts at Paratech、uh, IT. Thank you so much indeed for your mention. And Carol is listening as well. Carol Allen. She's on the show on one of our fabulous speakers. Also, hello to Parent Hub as well. Lovely to have you with us. The fabulous Vic is listening as well in his academy, Passmore's Academy down in Essex. There.、Uh, thank you so much indeed for your mentions. Night Zookeeper also on the show later this week. Thank you so much indeed, Paul. Get a mention. You just simply tweet us into the hashtag EICE, and if you want an extra mention from me, then use me in there as well at Russell Pru. You are very welcome. Hi, this is Debbie Forster, managing director of Apps for Good, and you're here listening to Russell Pru. Just coming up to 15 minutes past 12. Here's Louis. Listeners, my most favourite guest of all time is Louis Coiffe. I love him. I love him. He has the most、oh, fabulous、uh, name as well. Thank you so much indeed. He's the CEO of NAHT Edge, and you are very welcome to our show. What's happening this year with you guys?、Uh, well, we only launched last September, so we're out on the road meeting middle leaders all around the country and.、Uh, Creating a union and a pro- professional association that's designed just for them. Good, we need one of them because someone's got to speak up for us. Because it doesn't seem as if the message is getting through anymore, Louis. It certainly doesn't. And、uh, whoever wins at the election, there's going to be no more money. So we need to work out how to、uh, help each other. Yeah, absolutely, and spend what we've got. Now you're hosting、um, a discussion, and there's a forum, and there's a hashtag. Tell the listeners how they can get involved in that. Sure. So one of our newly appointed advisory council members, John Blake. Is、uh, chairing a kind of debate,、uh, both in person and via Twitter,、mm. uh, next Friday afternoon,、um, and we're using the hashtag Education Generation, and we've just shortened that to EdGen, E-D-G-E-N. 
Okay, and if people want to get questions ahead of this, can they can they tweet them into that hashtag? Absolutely, yeah. Just drop any questions you want to Ed Jen. The topic of the debate is how can this generation of teachers help each other? So we want to know about CPD, we want to know about collaboration, Teach Meets, the College of Teaching, whatever questions people have got about how we can forget about government and how teachers can help each other. And how has it been since um, your formation and moving forward? How's the membership going? How, are, how, how What's the prognosis? How's it feeling for you? Uh, good. It's looking pretty promising, to be honest. I mean, uh, I describe us as uh, the kind of newest kid in the class. Um, there hasn't been a new union in the UK for 30 years since Voice was created. But um, although we're the youngest and kind of fastest growing uh, union, we've got a very big older sibling uh, in the NAHT who's watching out for us. That is really good. Um, what's on John's mind, John Blake's mind at the moment? What's he most concerned about at the moment? Sure. I mean, John Blake is a um, very successful middle leader at a sixth form in a school uh, outside of London. Mm. Um, and he's newly joined our advisory council. He, he's got lots of bees in his bonnet. You'll have to ask him yourself at the event. Okay. But I think um, one of them is around teachers' time and middle leaders' time. Mm. It's been in the press a lot recently. I think teachers don't have the tools they need and sometimes get asked to do things they shouldn't have to do mm. in terms of their time. And middle leaders are the kind of the key to making that better. And how do you think that the NAHT Edge can actually help shape policy in the future? Are you having discussions with the next potential incumbent um, uh, administration or are you just sort of uh, keeping your fingers crossed and hoping for the best? <laughs> Certainly not the latter. Um, I mean, a- again, we're not entirely expecting government, whoever wins, to really help us that much. Mm. We're doing everything we can with all the major parties and some of the smaller ones, given mm. the state of the, uh, the election. Mm. Um, there was an announcement just today from David Cameron about putting 30 middle leaders into struggling schools in the east of England, which is something we'd be supportive of and very interested in. Um, but again, we're working closely with our older, older brother, our older sister, uh, the NAHT, to make sure that we're at the table with government. I like that description, at the table with government. Um, it's just <laughs> how long that table needs to be to incorporate the entire government, because I suspect we're going to end up with another coalition, and it's yep. kind of what flavour that is. Is it going to be a yellowy flavour, or is it going to be a greeny flavoured coalition? I mean, it's a very interesting proposition. I couldn't call this at all, Louis. I don't think, I don't think anybody can. I mean, it, it gets a little bit more uh, scary when you look at uh, some of the education policies of some of the other smaller parties who might <laughs> potentially have some influence um but again we're, we're going to do everything we can on the policy front uh, we've got a very ex- experienced team at nht who we're working with um mm. but again the whole point of this debate is to say don't worry about government we'll do everything we can there but at the end of the day these middle leaders they're leaders within their schools mm. they've got the power to kind of support each other and mm. make that change within their school mm. okay right perfect so uh into the uh, hashtag please listeners ed jen hashtag ed jen get your questions get your observations and i guess the whole of the conversation will be against that hashtag so we'll be able to see a record of that will you post that on your website yeah absolutely we'll do a storify type thing afterwards but yeah questions in advance or you can join online or in person on the day uh, we're up at the eice conference in manchester um, so if people are in Manchester, they can come along in person. Excellent. And of course, that conference is free and we will be there broadcasting. I'd love to catch up with John and yourself again at the conference. But for the moment, I hope we can get you some more interest in your membership and also in the hashtag for greater discussion. Louis, thanks for joining us today on EICE Radio. Good to have you with us again. Thanks, Russell. Bye. Top stories and all the news from EICE Manchester Radio, a capital exhibition event that's not in London. Just loving that, Louis. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Brilliant. Ed, Jen, use the hashtag if you want your questions of the panel. Great panel discussion as well. Great level of engagement at EICE this year. It just looks good. Alex wasn't wrong when she said this is going to be the biggest, the best, and an amazing, amazing level of engagement with the teaching uh, public and I think that is really good and I use the word teaching public uh, advisedly a, a very exciting opportunity thank you very much to everyone listening keep those tweets coming uh, lots of mentions
mentions there, Carol as well, taking photographs of deers in Newcastle. Very, very nice. Thank you very much, Carol. Really enjoying that. Send me your photographs. Really nice as well. Uh, and also some retweets there from Education Innovation. Very, very good. Still to come, it's Tilly. She is up next. Don't go anywhere. This is EIC Manchester Radio with Russell Prue, broadcasting live across the globe with Anderton Tiger. Joining me now and my next guest on the show is someone called Tilly Brook, who's head of school engagement at a company called Now Press Play. Tilly, welcome to the show. Tell me what on earth is Now Press Play? Hi, thank you so much. Um, Now Press Play is a really exciting product. It's basically um, a wireless headphones where the children put them on and they're plunged into the world of their topic and they're immersed in sound and they become the main character in the story, meeting people, discovering places and solving problems on an educational adventure. And we cover maths through to PSHE, history, science and literacy. So it's a really fun way of engaging children and learning. And how have you found the headphones? So is it just the encapsulated environments? It just provides an audio um, results. I've seen some marvellous photographs and lovely uh, video footage of children just acting and behaving in ways they just simply wouldn't have done that had you just brought speakers to the hall. What is it that makes it so personal? Is it that personal kind of stereo-y kind of effect that we get when we're kind of exercising and running and stuff? Does it lock the rest of the world out for us? Definitely. I mean, that's one of the things that it does um, is is kind of disrupt disruption. So um, in a class where you normally may have um, a child that may be uh, (sighs) disrupting another child, it kind of puts them into their world and and it really lets them succeed um, without being told off because they get to move around and because they're the main character and everything's happening to them everybody has um can share and and learn through the experience which is really rich does everyone get the same audio or can individuals get a different audio yes this is a very good question so in for example in something like mental maths Mm. um there's two channels so you could have um a level two are playing with a level five at the same time so again it's a really good way of leveling the playing field without children having to feel that they're separated um there is in all the other experiences there is a split as well um which they when will interact so they'll hear a slight different instruction in mission to mars mm. the um spacecraft gets punctured and they have to go out and fix it so they they work in a pair to go out and do that so it's a really nice moment where they come together and then separate again amazing so tell me some more about the headphones obviously they're wireless because I mean you can't run around with cables everywhere so how have you done that have you had to go out and create your own kind of product here no so we we don't we don't manufacture any headphones it's basically technology wireless technology where there's a transmitter um we have our audio connected to that and Mm. the children exactly like you said move around freely around the space and the idea is that they're doing by doing the experience they mm. learn more and um we've actually had teachers saying that when they've done our literacy experience mm. because they'd had such a vivid emotional memory attached mm. to the literacy mm. they learned mm. they their retention of it was much stronger but that's the experiential um attribute of it isn't it very much and i've heard yeah. that the teachers speak so excited so motivated about it they've never seen children so engaged in stuff and it seems so incredibly straightforward to it's headphones and an audio track how bizarre I know it, it does seem strange, doesn't it? But that is the one one of the things that every single teacher remarks on is how engaged those children are, mm. um, and and it really does help that kind of the you know the children the most that benefit mm. from it, who who may struggle to learn in a traditional classroom setting, who really get the benefit of it, and of course those high achievers, the imagination goes mm. wild as well, and it's mm. a great springboard for literacy and creative writing, and teachers finally use it for a jump off point for lots of other work mm. as well. So. Is there a limit yeah, to the, we, we really enjoy it. Yeah, is there a limit to the number of pupils that can take part in this at the same time? So when a school subscribes to Nalpress Play, they get 35 headphones, which is right. enough for a class and the teacher and teaching assistant. Um, they then map it into their kind of school year, right. which means that they rotate it through the classrooms as and right. when, when it comes up with a topic. Right. 
Okay, so you, it would be hard to do this with more than 35, or could I Could I technically have more? You technically could have more, yes. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I guess you'd have to have um, everybody studying the same subject, yeah. Okay. It could work. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just very, I'm just really excited. It just caught my eye. As soon as I saw you on the, uh, the schedule, I was very interested. A little bit of research and just really liked what I saw. It was very exciting. I hope colleagues that are listening to this are equally as motivated and excited. If they want Tilly to go along online and find out more, where should they go to find out more about this? Yeah, of course. So if you go to www.nowpressplay.co.uk, you can check out our little video and see it in action and um, also click on any of the icons to hear an extract of the sound clips mm. and can teachers and that brings me to another question that um, can teachers create and author their own experiences so some of our subscription schools um have got their classes to write their own mini versions of the script yes. and record with it as well so it can be quite an exciting like i said entry point into loads of other different things oh. that we're working with teachers on the potential is enormous. It's one of the most exciting really things is. I've heard <laughs> this year, which is really good. I'm really, really excited. On Twitter, if they want to follow the company on Twitter, where should they go? Of course. Yep, Twitter is at Now Press Play, and we're also on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. You certainly are a very social media bunch, which is really good. <laughs> um, I've really enjoyed this. Thank you very much. And the stand number. So where can I, where can I come along and see and experience this? They should come to stand G1, and if they want to take part, we're going to be doing some really exciting flash mobs too, so they can bounce across the surface of Mars or guide the pharaoh spirit through the underworld. That is amazing. I wish you a very exciting show, and thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Really enjoyed this. Very, very exciting. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, chatting live with the very exciting, I knew she would be, I knew she would, Tilly Brooke, who's the head of school engagement. If you want to find them, they are nowpressplay.co.uk. Thanks very much indeed, Tilly. It's good to chat with you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a daily radio show from 5 to 6 p.m. Broadcast on the Everton Tiger Network with Headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton. Supported by the Big Lottery Fund. Get into school radio for less. The Anderton Tiger Hub. For under £3,000. AndertonTiger.com forward slash hub. Top stories and all the news from EICE Manchester Radio. A capital exhibition event that's not in London. And the time's just coming up to 12.30. Keep those texts. Good discussion going on with Carol and now press play. Uh, Carol's just absolutely, I hope, uh, uh, realised enormous potential of this uh, great tool. Carol, just pop along to their stand. They're really going to be showing it uh, with their flash mob. So this is where uh, members of the visiting audience are fitted with headphones and they can, well, dance and do whole things. It's a bit like a silent disco. I love that idea. What an amazing thing. But uh, with some properly created learning resources and environments, just amazing. I'm really excited by that product. Um, and I wish I knew about it a little earlier or a little sooner than that. Uh, Kim Cunning, Tony Parkin, hello to you as well. Um, and Carol's just said, yes, she's going to pop along. So do commune with us, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Twitter is there for. Use the hashtag EICE or at Russell Prue if you want to direct conversation and another mention as well on the show good listening audience today thank you very much indeed you are very welcome still to come henry is up next don't go anywhere keep the text keep the tweets coming if you want to send an email we are at um uh, so sorry studio at andertontiger.com Listeners, you know how we like to chat with some of the speakers. I have some of the speakers live on the telephone. Henry from eCadets. Uh, Henry, what are you talking about at EIC Manchester? Hi, Russell. Yeah, we're really looking forward to the event. We're going to be talking about the role and the benefit that can come from empowering pupils to lead on e-safety. We're going to be looking at some of the great case studies that we've seen coming through schools in the UK mm. and then also looking in terms of best practice. Mm. Some of the lessons that delegates will be able to take back to their own schools to then look at 
e-safety and empowering pupils to lead on it in their schools. Right. I mean, we've just had Safer Internet Day this month. It's been a huge focus. We've we've seen um, uh, experts and professionals on the sofa in the morning, breakfast TV, chatting about it. Have we made the progress? Have we Is job done or is this an ongoing activity? It's certainly an ongoing activity. Safer Internet Day is a great focal point just in terms of raising people's awareness of mm. the importance of e-safety in education. Mm. But e-safety in education isn't just one day. Mm. It has to run across the entire year. Uh, and certainly one of the things that we found is by looking at sustainable behavior change, this is something that can only really be achieved and the strong results can only really be achieved by programs which run all year round in terms of helping the pupils learn about different aspects which also, let's be honest, meets the computing curriculum and exceeds it for schools in terms of the safety requirements that they now have, both in terms of the curriculum and also in terms of inspections. Brilliant. Tell me some more about the concept, because this is a peer mentoring activity, very sustainable in this day and age. Thank you. Yes, the, the, the whole drive behind the e-cadets is one whereby we introduce a structure into a school, hmm. we then give specialist training to a team of pupils within a school who are there as the leaders, the peer mentors within their school and their establishment to be able to help their friends, to be able to help teachers and parents to stay safe online. Mm. The core principles of e-safety, everybody accepts those. Yeah. You know, if you see something that scares you or upsets you, you report it to an adult. Sure. Uh, certain links you don't click on. But then looking at wider issues that come under the banner of e-safety, such as copyright, looking at online identity, looking at digital footprints. Mm. These are things which everybody needs help with. And also what we find is a lot of children, a lot of parents and teachers have questions about this. Mm. So through the e-cadets, they have people in their, in their schools that they can go to, they can mm. ask the questions of, and those e-cadets have the structure and ongoing support from ourselves, so we help them 365 days a year. And this is uh, through very, the instant I'm, messenger, the kids get to ask the questions perfect. through us of their, um, on their own personal site. Uh, we get science of them back and they've got the right information straight away. Brilliant. This is very proactive as well. I think there's one thing that came out of our Safer Internet activity this year was that we need to inoculate young people so that they know how to deal with it when it happens rather than proactively deal with it. And I think that's an amazing lesson for this year. Yes, certainly. And the thing is that technology is evolving every mm. single day, every minute of every day. You know, there are new social platforms that are being created. There are new advances in technology. So to make sure that there's a structure that's sustainable within a school to empower these children and, as you say, to inoculate and make sure that they know how to gain the most from the opportunities that exist out there, mm. but whilst minimising the risks is fantastic and something that we're very excited about. Mm. Okay, so the website is ecadets.zone. When can they hear you speak on the Thursday? Yep, so on the Thursday, uh, very proud to be speaking uh, just after one o'clock. So it's quarter past one to two o'clock. Uh, and we'll be talking about not just the cadets, but also looking at some of the case studies and some of the best practice in terms of activities that uh, teachers can take back to their schools as well. Brilliant. A welcome addition to the speaker list. There's no doubt about that. This is very much on everyone's agenda. And it's appropriate for primary and secondary? Yes, it runs all the way from uh, three years of old, uh, three years of age mm. through to 18. So early years through to juniors through to secondary, all the way up to key stages four. Brilliant. Well, I think everyone should come to this because it should be on everyone's agenda. Wish you the best of luck and thanks for joining us there. Thanks very much indeed. Take care. Brilliant. Chatting to the brilliant Henry from eCadets. Hi, this is Debbie Forster, Managing Director of Apps for Good, and you're here listening to Russell Chris. Listeners, absolutely delighted to have live on the telephone the fabulous Carol Allen. Welcome to EIC Radio. How are you this year? Oh, I'm I'm gorgeous. I'm gorgeous. Bless I, you. I'm, 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 that's my favourite word at the moment. I've Bless been using it on all social media and everything, but I'm very pleased to be speaking to you, Russell, and I'm hoping to see you in person next week. That would be really good. Tell the listeners a little bit what they can expect coming to your session. What are you talking about? What's on your mind at the moment? Well, I always talk, and if you've heard me speak before, you will know I always talk about communication because mm. communication is the heart of any teaching and learning. Sure. If you can have effective communication, if you can establish effective communication sure. between an educator and the, I'm going to say the child or the student or the mm. learner, depending mm. on the age of the mm. person, if you've got effective communication, you can then start to move forward. If you haven't got that, nothing happens. And that could be 
somebody who has a barrier to communication, whether sure. it be reading, writing, listening, speaking, could be a kind of a physical barrier, a cognitive mm. barrier, whatever. Mm. It could be a mental barrier, disengagement, not mm. being interested, bored. Mm. You know, if it, all of these things lead to um, something which prevents communication and until you've got that communication, you can't move forward. So everything I've done in my whole career really has come down to that thing that communication has to happen for effective for effective learning, mm -hmm. teaching and learning. And next week um, in Manchester, I'm really talking about student voice and how important that is mm. and capturing student voice. And mm. lots of people say they do it. Yes, lots I know. of people I know. have policies about doing it. Lots of people um, give kind of worksheets about how to do it and ticky lists and one-to-one, and -one but they don't actually listen. And they don't actually act on when a child does give information. And they don't look for ways to support the children no. who struggle to give information um, and, and maybe just aren't articulate or don't know how they're feeling or have profound difficulties. So how do we elicit information from them and, and make it accurate? So that's what the session's really going to cover. Wow. I mean, some people go, oh, we do student voice and there's a little suggestions box at reception. Ooh. And I go, oh, yes, that's nice. You yeah. can't Or they that. do things like, um, here's a typical example. In, in, if a student has a statement of additional needs, yes. they have um, annual review meetings. Yes. And they, people often have, a, or in the past, I have to say the situation is now changing with the new SEND reform we mm. have. Mm. But in the past, they, I've seen so many examples where there's been, for example, a worksheet with little questions on. Mm. Um, now, you know the child can't read, so mm. therefore somebody has read that, somebody who the child likes has read it out to them and recorded their answer, mm. um, written down their answer for them. And there, there's a cracking example because a lot of children who have additional needs form a very close relationship with you and will say something to please you, mm. not necessarily the truth. Mm. And, and so you, I had, a, had one girl who just adored me, God knows why, because um, I was a very harsh classroom teacher in that particular period of time. But if I'd said to her, for example, she didn't like eating tuna. Here's a great example. She didn't like eating tuna. But if I'd said to her, is your favorite lunch when we have tuna? She would have gone, yes, Carol, because mm. she wanted to please all the time. Mm. And so we've got two problems. We've got this problem of how to get authenticity. Mm. How do you actually find out what children truly think? And then the second part of the thing is, and what do you do with that information? Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So who should come along to your session, Carol? Who, you, who do you want to see? Well, I, I would hope anybody, anybody who really cares about teaching and learning, mm. I, it's not, um, it, it works for primary, it works for secondary, it definitely works for anybody who's interested in children mm. in an inclusive setting, mm. a special school, or somebody who works in an ARP or a unit, mm. um, anybody like that. But I've had parents come along because mm. their voice needs to be heard as well. And yes. remember... The homeschool link can mm -hmm. be absolutely crucial for this group of children. Yes. And again, the student's voice has to be authentic. Um, so, it, But it could be a headmaster, it could be a governor. Mm -hmm. Governors now have to stand up and be accounted for when, you know, Ofsted come in. Yes. And they have to explain why certain things are in place. Mm -hmm. And perhaps there are things in my session that would help them to do that. Brilliant. That is excellent. When are you on? Do you know when you're on? Can you remember? I'm on Friday and I think it's about 11.30 in the morning. Okay. But I'm not exactly sure. Check the agenda, listeners, yes. because you yes. don't want to miss this fabulous young lady, full of energy, full of beans and worth every moment. Carol, it's brilliant. I wish you a very great and successful EICE event. It was amazing for me last year. I had a lovely time there. I'm looking forward to catching up with lovely people like you as well. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Russell. And um, can I just say one final thing? Of course. That radio, and I'm not saying this, it is part of my presentation. It's not just because you're chatting to me. Mm. But radio is one of the routes which I think people aren't exploiting enough sure is voice and they're not and so i look forward to chatting to you about that next absolutely. week absolutely and if listeners want to find out more how we can work together particularly yeah. carol and i yeah, together absolutely. as well perhaps have both of us in and we can uh, do two things yeah. with one uh, one fell swoop which is excellent carol allen thanks for chatting to us great have a great eice and thanks for joining us on eice radio thank you 
EICE Manchester, a free exhibition and conference event. Book now at educationinnovation.co.uk. Hi, this is Debbie Forster, Managing Director of Apps for Good, and you're here listening to Russell Perth. Yeah, really pleased to have my next guest with me on the phone, James Betts from Paratech. James, welcome to EICE Radio. Lovely to have you with you. What's hot at Paratech? What's, what are you doing at the moment? Well, we've got some really exciting stuff, um, Ross, that we're going to be bringing to the show. Mm. Um, we've got a whole stack of, of new cases and cabinets for... Um, versatile and different ways for schools to be able to charge and sync the mobile devices that they're buying Mm. um, and really a solution for whatever scenario um, schools find themselves in. Brilliant. But if people have not come across you before, just very, very briefly, tell me a little bit about the business. What what is it? So we specialise in um, carts, cabinets and trolleys for charging and synchronising laptops, netbooks, um, iPads, Android devices, um, everything is manufactured locally. We have a, our own um, base in Manchester, mm. and um, we have very intelligent boards, which mean that whatever device you plug into them, it knows what you've plugged in, and it knows the charge that it needs to send to it, so you always know that you're charging your devices safely. Right, and what I've always found particularly attractive is your rugged appeal. Some of your uh, flight cases look like they've been on a Mars mission. They're amazingly tough for a very hostile environment. Well, we know that um, if a case can survive on Mars, it can pretty much survive in a primary school. So we like to make things that we know are going to protect the devices because they're a very big investment for schools to make, and they need to know that they're being well looked after. Wow, amazing. So apart from the charging and the syncing, what's really exciting in your sector at the moment? We've got um, a new product that we've partnered with um, a- another Manchester-based company for digital signage in schools. Ah. Um, and this is called Active DS, and we showcased it first at BET, um, but this show is going to be um, the next major show for us to really be able to, to show customers um, real-life demos and it's a, a much more cost-effective way for schools to be able to have digital signage using a cloud-based system. Wow, perfect timing, I have to say, because I think it's now on the agenda. People are now chatting about this because they, they want to welcome their visitors with a personal message. They want to tell people what's for lunch. They want to remind young people to walk on the left of the corridor and tuck your shirt and do your shoelaces up and don't forget your maths homework. They want to do those things now. Absolutely, and up until now, solutions have been... Um, really quite expensive and it's been quite a a large investment for a school to want to to be able to provide that kind of solution Um, and with ActiveDS we're talking under £400. That's an amazing cost as well, absolutely amazing and can I have it in different sizes? You can, yes. And you can output to multiple screens or you can just control one screen. Everything's done through a web browser um, so it makes it really easy to be able to control. Well, that's a really exciting development for you. Yeah, we're, we're really pleased to be showing it. Brilliant. OK, where can they come along and touch and feel and uh, express their love for your cases at the show? What's your stand number? So we're on stand C28. Um, we're right by the, the Tablet Academy Village um, and we're really looking forward. We've got some giveaways on the stand as well. So we really encourage people to come along and have a look at the stuff we've got. Excellent. And if people simply can't wait and they have to find you online, where should they go, James? We are paratech-it.co.uk. paratech-it.co.uk. And on Twitter, if they want to follow you, you're very interesting, I have to say, and worth every second. Where do they find you? Uh, We are at paratech IT. Well, there's a bit of joined-up marketing. Now I can see why you've got a job there, yeah. James. I can see that's really good. A very exciting time. An unusual uh, industry to be in, but a very much needed for our sector indeed. And it's a real pleasure to speak with you. I'm I'm also delighted to hear that it's all done in the UK. I think that's a, a testament to you because it's not easy. As a UK manufacturer myself, it's not easy. It isn't, um, but we, it's 
something we we very strongly believe in. Yeah, me too. I really appreciate that as well. I hope our listeners do too. And if you're in the market for this, listeners, get yourself along. These are good people, and you couldn't do any better. So get yourself along to Paratech. James Betts, thanks for joining us. Perfect. Thanks, Ross. This is EICE Manchester Radio with Russell Pro broadcasting live across the globe with Anderton Tiger. And the time's just coming up to 15 minutes to one. We've still got Debbie Foster. She is up next from Apps for Good. Thank you so much indeed for all your tweets. James is listening as well. Thank you, Carol, as well. I hadn't got James's um, uh, his uh, username as well on Twitter. I do have that now. Thank you very much. Uh, keep the comments coming, listeners. It's so good. We have a ginormous audience today, the biggest ever. And I hope you can feel that we're having so much fun here in the studio. And you can just have a fabulous slice of this show on your plate. You can either pop along to EICE in Manchester this week, or you can catch us live on our radio channel if you want a feeling for what's there. I think you need to go um, from just the lineup of the guests. And we have only scratched the surface. We only had an hour here, listeners. And we've really jam-packed the show on a first-come, first-served basis. And we're very grateful to everyone who has recorded and given up their time to be on our show. And if you're not on this show, listeners, uh, or exhibitors or speakers, we will have you on the Thursday or Friday show. Guaranteed. Thank you very much indeed for everyone. There's still loads more to come. Debbie is up next. Don't go anywhere. This is EICE Manchester Radio with Russell Prue. Broadcasting live across the globe with Anderton Tiger. We're very lucky to be able to catch up with one of our keynote speakers. On the phone, I've got Debbie Forster from Apps for Good. How are you, Debbie? Really good, Russell, thanks. Thanks very much. The last time we chatted was at BET, and you have a really good show there? Yeah, it was good. It's a bit big. I'm really looking forward to Manchester because it feels like it's it's a size that we'll get to see more people and have some proper conversations. It is exactly that. Tell the listeners a little bit about your talk, please. Well, what I'll be talking about is is something that I've learned both from being in education for 20 years, but then being at Apps for Good for the last four years and working with our schools. Um, we hear every day how that we need to create more innovators, more entrepreneurs for our young people and open those opportunities. But those are those terms that, that it seem really quite mystified or, or magical. And what I want to do is, is break down really what those skills mean mm. and how we can do that in classroom and, and actually let everyone in on a secret that what makes a person a good entrepreneur, a good innovator, can also make them a really good student. And it's the sorts of things that we recognize as teachers. We'll talk about how that we do that at Apps for Good, but also how teachers can do that in their classroom every day. And if people aren't familiar with the Apps for Good brand, can you just quickly just fill me in on that, please? Yeah, absolutely good. We're an ed tech charity, so what we do with schools is free. We help educators deliver a course that's around 30 hours, and we have a mini course, that helps their young people be put them in teams, let them choose any problem or issue they care about, and then take that from problem to prototype. So we'll tick the boxes of that computing curriculum. It is about building and creating their app prototypes, but it also builds in those wider creativity, communication skills, because the young people will be doing market research. They'll be putting together business plans. They'll be working in teams. They'll create presentations. All together, it really opens up a number of doors for them, as well as ticking that box we're all trying to do for computing. And of course, because it's an app, it's something they can often hold in their hand. It's meaningful. It's relevant. It hits all of Absolutely. those targets as well. This is really what brings it to life. Yeah. I think there's, there's several things that have meant Abstragood has grown so quickly. I think from the young people's perspective, it, the link for it being something real, the young people mm. who take part of the program know they have a chance to get their app out on the app market. Mm. We just launched the latest set of apps two weeks ago, mm. and our youngest team is 10 years old. So we have a team of 10-year-olds that you can go on to the Google Play market and download their app. That's powerful. Mm. We also link them up to real experts. We have over 800 experts who, for free, link up with the student teams to give them advice and guidance. That means sometimes physically they come in the classroom, but even more excitingly, they use Skype, Google Hangout. So that linking into the real, using those things that they carry around in their bags, their rucksacks, so, you know, helping them see that this isn't just a, to- a toy, a consumer toy. This is an actually really powerful tool that can help them become creator. And then, you know, thinking about that, how that creates them, lets them work on their 
problems, issues they care about. Mm. So much about school has to be about telling them what to do, telling them what they need to do to meet the requirements. This puts them a little bit more in the driver's seat and lets them pick things that matter to them. Brilliant. And when can people catch you on the main agenda at the event? Well, I'll be speaking on Thursday and on a a pilot on Friday. So you can see it on the website, and we're also going to be running a stand. It's a great chance if you want to come and have a proper conversation. Mm. Um, We've got people there that can talk to you about how this really happens in classrooms, how you can sign up and make a difference. So we're looking forward to seeing people on Thursday. Brilliant. Get along to the Apps for Good stand there, listeners. It just really is very interesting. Debbie, again, as ever, thank you so much indeed. Your work is so valued, and we absolutely love what you do. Carry on doing more of it, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. EIC Manchester, a free exhibition and conference event. Book now at educationinnovation.co.uk. Listeners, I feel like I'm speaking to Essex Royalty now. On the telephone, I have Vic Goddard. He's our opening keynote speaker on Friday the 27th. He's on at 10 o'clock. Get yourself into that auditorium, listeners. He's, of course, the principal of Passmore's Academy. He's an independent thinking associate who isn't these days and an author of a brilliant title you have to get your teeth into and first and foremost, star of Educating Essex. Vic, welcome to the show. How are you? Very well, thank you. I, I, I have to say, I think it's it's... it's whatever the supporting actor role is in it <laughs> Mr Drew was definitely the star along with the kids so I, I'll go for the supporting actor role oh, you're role too, there you go modesty star. I like that only in moderation you can only be <laughs> modest how are things with you what's happening what, what is it like now a few years on after educating Essex what's it like for you um, yeah I mean it's still it, it's still it's still a bit surreal I have to say going to the pub on a Friday night it still proves a challenge because I find there's lots of primary teachers in pubs on a Friday night so I always end up with a a Facebook picture or two still um, no it's good I mean I, I, we're very fortunate that we get to we get to be involved in different things you know we still have important people coming to visit Tristram Hunt came recently we've obviously had the delights of a Mr Go visit and, and people like that so it's, it's it's still interesting it's still yeah still a surreal life we're, they're certainly more interested in us now than they were four years ago. <laughs> Are you still seeing the disconnect that exists between them and us? And I, um, by them, I mean the policymakers in general, really. I, I think I think that the issue is 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 more to do with for me that any decision that they make shouldn't force me make to make a choice between school and child. You know, and I think that's that's where the, the big disconnect is for me. If if I'm if there's a policy decision made, it means I, in order to meet that policy decision, which is going to be best for the school, let's be honest, higher mm. up the league tables is best for the school, good mm. Ofsted's are best for the school, mm. but actually they work contrary to what's best for the child, mm. then I, I've, I've really struggled with that. And that's that. the biggest single thing for me is it has to be right for the child first, and then we worry about the school's league table and et cetera and everything else. But... You know, I still employ 300 people, so if we get that too wrong and children don't, parents don't want to send their child to us, then people lose their job. So that, that's the tension for me, and I'm afraid until the Secretary of State makes a brave decision to give up some of their powers and give it to the profession, then I don't think that's going to change. And I think it takes a brave person like yourself who's prepared to bite the hand that feeds it because on occasions I think you're right to do it. And before we saw the Essex or or any of the educating shows, and they've got a few under their belt now, and there's another one coming in September, Educating Cardiff. We're all looking forward to that as well. Before that, the British public really had their own child's experience to to rely on. Before that, they couldn't see in past the doors. No, the most heartwarming emails I got I think you know we got literally tens of thousands of emails during wow. the series and post the series were from parents saying thank you because I could sit down with my teenage child and watch something together and that was just so lovely you know they could uh, you know is it really like that was the biggest question I think every parent asked mm. their child and of course it isn't like that for every child because not every child goes to our type of school with right. our type of young people with our type of setup yeah but you know school is and, you know, I think hopefully what's come through all the educated ones is, yeah, the lessons are given, you know, the maths and English lessons are, but actually the relationships between people is what makes a school a school, doesn't matter what the building's like. And I think that's what shouts out from the educating series is that the complexity, the interwoven relationships mm. between adults and children is what makes a school work. And mm. I think, you know, that that has changed certainly from, from most people's experiences of school, that, co- that connection between the, the, the adult and the child is, is generally much closer, I think, now. 
Brilliant. Now, you've got an hour as well as just, I mean, we could just sit and listen. You could just tell, we could just listen. I could listen to you for oh, hours upon hours. You. You're really it's very interesting. funny. I, you know, four years ago, I, 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 nobody was very interested in well, knowing what this PE teacher from South London really knew. And um, now it's nice to be given the opportunity. It's lovely to go and work with universities. I go to, you know, work with training teachers and stuff like that. And that's just such a such a, a, a privilege because, you know, they're the start of the profession and they're going to make a difference for longer than I'm now going to make a difference. So that's been lovely to be to be given that opportunity on the back of what was a sort of quite a naive decision to say yes in the first place, if I'm honest. Uh, people call it courageous, Russell. I know what that means, you know. When anybody says you were brave, that means, my God, you were mad. <laughs> no, I, well, I think you're doing yourself a slight injustice here. I think that good leaders in this sector are born. It's part of your character, and the, the more people understand that, the more people will get it that they can't manufacture head teachers in a college somewhere. No, that my, that my biggest fear is actually what's going on at currently over the last few years is we're not paying the price for it yet and i know the young people are but actually the profession is not and and 10 years down the line i'll be very interested to see because obviously we already know how difficult it is to get head teachers now Mm. um i I wonder how much we're going to pay for this over the next sort of five to ten years with why would you want to, to go for that job even though i still am an advocate of it being the best job in the world it has it has its 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 strains are, are very very evident. You know, I call I call it the law of diminishing courageousness. The closer a head gets to Ofsted, the less courageous they're forced to be, and that's surely not what's right for our children. You know, but it's 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 inherent within the job, unfortunately. Haven't you? Um, I'm interested to hear your views on how you've inoculated yourself against Ofsted, because I get the impression that basically they should be more scared of you than the other way round. Well. I, I think ultimately I, I've got very, very grounded staff who would, if I made a decision that wasn't for the best of our young people, they would just stop. They wouldn't do it. They would they would challenge me on it. And I think that's been a course of a number of years from the previous head, Kevin Sadler, who was amazing and, and started the journey with the school. Um, we've got staff who absolutely know what the job's about. Mm. And I think it's it's not an inoculation. It's a, I think it's a bravery by, by having such support. You mm. know, the school mm. and the and the community understand that sometimes we're going to make decisions that, I mean, our offset performance isn't going to be as high as it could be. League tables, you know, we're, our, our published league table position isn't mm. the results we got for our kids mm. because we, got, we did lots of things that counted for the child but didn't count for the league table. Mm. So, you know, but that's fine. You know, and as long as the community understands that we'll continue to do that and the league table needs to be taken with a pinch of salt, then we can, we can remain brave, I think. Um, there's no doubt that offset are wary of, of head teachers who have a profile, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, when they were with us, that was that was blindingly obvious. But I'm just, you know, it's, for them, they, they don't need to be wary of me. They need to be wary of the community because if they damage the community, the community will come back and tell them. And I, th- I think that's right because they need to be held. I don't feel that they're accountable at the moment. I think they're accountable to the Secretary of State, and no one Absolutely. has much respect for that role, whosoever is in the job. They just don't have any respect for that because I think they're also a politician, and I think we've lost that disconnect between respect. Uh, and policymaker and politician, and it's all wrapped up. And then the only solution, uh, and people like Henry Jenkins would appear, would yeah. agree with me, is education. The only solution is, you know, to educate them appropriately and to engage with them so that they become interested in that. I'm, I'm interested, Vic, in your views on resilience, because this is um, some really yeah. interesting research coming out. I, I've got a chance to speak uh, to Professor Ungar last uh, week. Oh, really? And wow. re- amazing conversation, an amazing guy, and, and my research is sort of heading in that direction with some interesting stuff in Wolverhampton. Love to get a, an opportunity to swap some oh, stories between uh, and my talk at the uh, at EICE is about resilience, efficacy and ICT yeah. Um, yeah. and you've been a, a real strong supporter of this particularly self-efficacy in young people as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the problem we have is is that the, you know there's loads of stuff about the changing world and the, you know where, where they're going to be mm. but actually empathy the ability to stick ability resilience whatever you want to call those other things that go alongside it mm. those soft those soft but massively inherent strengths that young people have to have and will mm. have to have mm. is something that the schools automatically so many schools do that on a daily basis and you know the the whole UKIP you know British values 
kickback that's happened. You know, it's just values. That's, if we, education is values-driven, whatever we want to say, mm. and they don't need to be called British. It's, you know, and teaching young people that, you know, life's sometimes tough and you've got to, you've got to make sure that you fail and fail well. And mm. then, you know, mm. I can't remember, is it Samuel Beckett, fail, fail, mm. fail again, fail better? Something like that. Mm. There's a quote around mm. that. Now, that's such a, such a strong thing for young people to, to get their heads around and that actually not to be learning cowards. I think that's one of the phrase I use with, with some of our young people regularly when they've they found it tough and instead of then sticking at it, they've, you know, they've, they've kicked off or they've gone for a walk or mm. they failed to turn up to the next lesson. But that, getting that message, that stickability message over to them is, is such a key thing for, for life because I mean, I, as much as I loved, you know, I loved being a child when I was a child, mm. I wouldn't choose to be a child now. No. I really wouldn't. You know, the, the, the inherent opportunities that they have come with inherent dangers, you know, so it's, we got, we've got to make them prepared for that. Uh, brilliant advice. I can't wait to be in your audience as well. Is there anything anyone needs to do to prepare to join you no, in your audience? Just come, just come with an open heart and an open mind, really. That's all it is. It's, it, I'm, I, as always, Russell, I will talk about my school, the journey we're on, some of the things that we, we hold dear and and hopefully, you know, it resonates with some people. Well, we're very lucky to have you. Your your agenda must be al pacto, and I can't imagine how you've managed to squeeze this in. And I, so, I say no to ninety five percent of things. Not at all surprised. <laughs> not at all. Well, we're we're delighted to be in the top five percent. <laughs> Notice how I use the word top there because that's really good. Uh, absolutely brilliant. We're chatting live with the amazing Vic Goddard. You need to get along, ladies and gentlemen, and and listen to this young gentleman. Um, just an amazing. He's on Friday ten o'clock. He's our opening keynote speaker at EIC Manchester, and he should not be missed. Vic, thanks for joining us. Russell, thank you so much. Bye. EIC Manchester, a free exhibition and conference event. Book now at educationinnovation.co.uk. It's just gone one o'clock. If you're expecting to find education news at one, I've moved it to 106. We're going to overrun. I'm so sorry. I've been chatting away and having such a fabulous time. It's my appalling math skills that have done that. And I've just wanted to chat to you all and share the brilliant there. Um, just make sure you book a ticket. It's free to come along. You have to hear this man speak. He is an absolute god and you mustn't miss him. He's really inspiring, very grounded and very exciting. I wish he'd just run for education secretary um, because then a lot of our problems I think would just go away. Uh, still to come, Tim Rylands. He is up next. The time is one You're listening to EICE Radio, our taster show and we're overrunning so I better hurry up. <laughs> Listeners, it's always good to catch up with this gentleman, a very good friend of mine, Tim Rylands, I have on the telephone with me. How are you, Tim? I'm fine, fit and fruity, thank you, Russell. Yes, doing really well. We're in Leicester at the moment. Amazing. Three days with the Whatever It Takes crew, doing lessons in schools around the place, and then we've got a big conference on Wednesday. Excellent. With Melton Mowbray just up the road from you, there's always a pie close at hand there. My goodness. Yes. Delightful. Anyway, tell the listeners, please, a little bit about what you're covering on your keynote speech at EICE this year. Yay. Well, we're there on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're doing the 12.25 to 12.55 slot. Mm-hmm. And our thing is called Tech to Inspire. And actually, what we're going to do is we're going to get people building weird and wonderful conglomerate creatures. We're going to build some weird and wonderful animals. I'm going to tell them my poem. I've got this, uh, my favourite animal. It came from my dad, actually. It's called a Camelophantalo pelicanary. A strange and wonderful thing. The bits of its body are really quite shoddy, but so it's all held together with string. And it goes on. And people are going to concoct their own animals and find out fascinating facts about them and share them with us, I hope. Amazing. Are you doing that digitally or will there be string and sticky back plastic involved? Yeah, we're doing a bit of both. We're hoping that uh, we got a box of plasticine. Wow. So we're going to get people making it and people adding their own ideas so perhaps a little bit of 
auto animation you never know but most of it is digital trying out using lots of different little tools that we can thrust in their direction and hope that they can take it up off the spur of the moment amazing this is a little bit of a departure for us because normally we have uh, you engaged in a a tour de force of stuff we've never seen before i mean whilst i'm sure we've never um, heard the poem before or seen the activity this is much more practical and much much more hands-on than we've normally come to expect Tim to be. Well, at conferences and what you've seen, yes. But when we do our ah. training days with people, we, yep, we splatter them with a vast amount of mostly free online stuff. Sure. But what we do is break it down a lot more steadily and give them bits to try and mm. things to try out. So we just thought, for fun, we'd try something like that at a conference. In reality, Russ, it's going to be another, and there's this, and there's this, and there's this. Because you never know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. We're wow. gonna, have you ever seen Switcheroo Zoo? No, tell me more. It's called Switcheroo, or Switch Zoo. And you're going to have a look at it. It's a free online site, mm. but it's also an app. The app's slightly restricted, but still joyous and you get to create your concoction of an animal or an animal or an animal whatever you wish to call it and uh, as you see the camelophantano pelicanary lays its spherical cuboid eggs in plastic cardboard nests so we're going to find out some other fascinating information about it as well. Oh, just amazing. I can't wait. I really can't. And I've, ha- I've moved my session to two o'clock so that I can come and no. uh, I can enjoy this with you because uh, pitching us both at the same time is not a good move. So really, <laughs> so really Where's the radio station going to be? Oh, uh, thank you for asking. That's so kind of you. And the first person to ask today as well. Uh, C32, opposite the uh, Tablet Academy there. I hope a very busy section there. But um, the radio station, they're going to have a couple of products with me. First time I've done that as well as an, as an exhibition so as well as the studio actually some 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 demonstrable uh, radio kits so that people can see it in a bit more detail which is good so oh, thank you for asking good. very nice so and are you broadcasting all day uh, no just at three till four on both days so our taster show which i will include this fabulous interview with tomorrow tuesday at 12 o'clock uh, we will run that for an hour not the whole interview but all. other guests thank you so much you're very good and then uh, other guests that we've not been able to fit into that on thursday at three and friday at three as we report from the show floor be lovely to catch up with you again as well there so thank you for asking special thing is we've been visiting various schools and they've got your kit or had you in and it works because it's evident where those children are just that little bit more confident with speaking and listening and doing it short and to the point really good very nice of you to say thank you very much a little endorsement is always goes a long way and thank you very much indeed um i've probably taken enough of your time now and uh, thank you so much indeed for joining us i hope you have a huge audience i just love the way you say that can you just tell me what that animal is again for me please ah yes a camelophantalo pelicanary discovered they say on the first day of may by an explorer out wandering the nile the first thing he noted was the fact that it floated and its face was all covered in smiles I just, oh, isn't it sad, Russ? I know all of that off by heart. Oh, and not have done at for decades. I, it's what we've come to expect from both of you, and I wish you a very exciting EIC event. It's always fabulous to see you, and I'm really going to enjoy this as well. Um, look, big loves to both of you, and thank you so much for joining us this evening on EIC Radio, and have a great show in Manchester. I hope your audience is huge, and we can't yeah. squeeze them into the auditorium for you. Uh, Tim, great to chat with you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for us. Cheers. You're listening to EICE Radio, broadcasting on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network with Russell Prue. It's eight minutes past one, and that's your lot, everyone. Thank you so much indeed. I did enjoy chatting to Tim. Could you tell? Could you tell? Could you tell? So, if that's not an appetite wetter, I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen, how we could do it any better. This is got to be the best, most exciting thing to hit Manchester since we were last there. My goodness. Get yourself along. It's so simple. 
simple to book. Pop along to the website, uh, educationinnovation.co.uk. Tickets are free. Parking is so easy. Public transport is a plenty. There are no reasons uh, for not to come. You simply have to come. Listen to the speakers. Have a good poke around the exhibition. Lovely coffee there as well. And good people. And we look forward to seeing you at the show. Thanks very much for listening. This show will be available as soon as I can. May need a little trimming here and there, but it'll be on my SoundCloud site. Thank you to everyone at SoundCloud for their continued support. Pop along to soundcloud.com forward slash Russell Prue. It'll all be there. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you. This is EICE Manchester Radio with Russell Prey broadcasting live across the globe with Anderton Tiger.